I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. Now, on with the show. Big dreams create the magic that stirs men's souls to greatness. That quote comes from former head football coach, from the University of Colorado, Bill McCartney. On the inside of my college class ring, which by the way, I sold like 10 years ago, um, were the words, never too late. Uh, That's because it took me a little bit longer than a minute to get my degree. I was a little bit older than the traditional student, even the non-traditional student, I was old. (laughs) But um, it happened because I just used all kinds of excuses to explain why I would start a college, get good grades, then stop going without even dropping out and officially withdrawing, then going to another college and, and another college and another college. It was a, it was a circus. It was funny. It was sad. But um, I used all kinds of excuses as to why, but all of them were lame. And it kept going, you know, pretty much, you know, my son, you know, he was actually playing Little League until I said, hey, this is it. You know, I don't want to tell him at some point you need to do this, that, or the other thing, and I wasn't doing it. So I just had to make the hard decision to just move forward and let the chips fall where they may. And it cost me a bit, especially in in the first marriage. There were, you know, things going on where, you know, there were people who did not want me to, you know, proceed for reasons that I will not get into either in this episode or future episodes. It happened. It's done. Also, when I was growing up, it was the opinion of the authority figures in my life that I would make a good preacher. I don't know where they got that from. Um, Whatever. I mean, they didn't consider my feelings. I mean, they saw the perceived status of, you know, having me sitting, like, up in the dais as a youth elder, um, a good thing. You know, as opposed to, because in our church, we used to like to get the the young involved, mimicking all the adult roles in church. And they said, well, my folks were like, at least you're not one of those who played Usher. 
or, you know, who collected the offering or whatever it was, you know, seating people when it was crowded, you know, that was considered less prestigious. Being up on the, um, on the dais and, and praying with music behind you and me like an idiot thinking that you had to freestyle it. And I didn't realize till later that most people, a lot of people rehearse the prayers, they read the prayers and also, but that's not the point. The point was that this decision was made for me. Um, it wasn't a dream of mine, but I went along with it. I mean, I, I wanted to do something else, but I didn't know what it was. I mean, in hindsight, I realized that the thing that I wanted to do, you know, a part of it wasn't even invented yet. But, you know, I just kind of rolled with the punches. So while I was searching for that piece of something that I thought would last to uh, rip off Steely Dan, um, I was called wishy-washy. They said I lacked stick to I wasn't responsible and so forth and so on. Now, with all that said, I did dutifully obey, and I tried to adopt that dream of, in this case, being a preacher. But I did it in a half-hearted way. In fact, (laughs) that became my pattern. You know, if I didn't believe in something that I had to do or I felt I had to do, I would do it half-assed. I mean, I'd show the potential, then I'd pull back. Uh, There's a football coach named Bill Parcells who would always say people like that, like on the field, who had good numbers, were strong and awesome, and didn't perform when it counted, he called them teasers. So I guess I was a tease. And I guess it appeared to people that I lacked drive, that I didn't fulfill my potential, that uh, whatever. But, you know this is my diary, this is my journal, and I'm going to say it. Um, That I didn't live and or work up to my potential. And I said that before and I say it again. That was the thing that was in my head. That was the noise in my head. And it went on from there. Now, the root of all my issues was really that I was a dreamer. I mean, my superiors in my family, meaning the older ones, um, you know, felt that it was a waste of time to devote all this time to my pursuits of the what-ifs and the what-fors and how can I, you know, whatever, just the dreaming, the daydreaming. Um, They thought it was a waste of time. Now, little do we know that, you know, what's most great, great inventions or, you know, great um, accomplishments. They start with a dream, but we'll get into that later. No, that's that's why they pushed me into something concrete. Um, I mean, they could have pushed me into accounting. I mean, I ended up there, but (laughs) who who knows what the thought pattern was. Um, But in my defense, I would make these gallant efforts to make those dreams come true. You know, a lot of times with mixed results. Now, the one consistent thing was that these perceived failures were always met with lectures about how I couldn't live my life in a dream world. Um, Hear that dream, that that word keeps coming uh, up all the time. 
Now, I knew they meant well, but it didn't help. You know, I vowed that I would never discourage the dreams of my sons. My son, I have one son, I'm sorry, that wasn't Freudian. My nieces, my nephews, or anyone I encountered, I was always encouraging of what they wanted to do. And there's a lot of other reasons why the stuff failed. Um, but that's how that goes. Now, in furtherance of my desire to make my dreams come true, I invested in a lot of self-help books. I didn't go to seminars. I didn't want to spend that kind of money. The accountant in me was lying dormant at the time, but I bought a lot of self-help books. And uh, at one point in my den or whatever you call it, I had just a wall full of them, as well as my my collection of dummy books, which I'll talk about later, which helped change my life. <laughs> it's a way to, you know, become a, a, a jack of all trades just by reading those books. But um, I collected them over the course of 40 years. Now, unfortunately, I only have a few left, you know, because I moved a lot and it seems like every time I moved, I either misplaced or left behind or gave away, you know, a few of them. Still have some. You know, I, I bought some more recently. And like I said, you know, a dear friend, you know, would buy me books for my birthday. They didn't, She didn't know that this was part of, um, you know, my, who I was. They had a biblical theme, but um, they still were self-help books, and I, I appreciate them. So that uh, collection is starting to grow again. Now, one of the books that I had and lost that I want to get my hands on again is the one written in 1959 called The Magic of Thinking Big, and that was by the late David J. Swartz, Swartz Ph.D. Now... I did find it on Amazon, and at some point I will buy it if I need it. But um, there's a lot of uh, excerpts that are still online that you can grab. It's a classic. Uh, but I will um, come up in the meantime, until I get the book, I'll come up with some uh, some Schwartz quotes along the way just to, you know, just to keep me engaged. <laughs> Not you, me. No, but for now, I'm going to dust off some of those books that I used, you know, as the basis and the underpinnings of the next few episodes, because like I said, this is a new thing and this is a personal journal. And part of this journal is pursuing our dreams. You know, you guys, you can pursue your dreams no matter how old I'm pursuing mine no matter how old. And the more I, I, I do that, believe it or not, the younger I feel. So let's take a little break right now. And when I come back, I will you know, jump into a couple of uh, the books that I, I've been reading recently and kind of lay out the, uh, the ground rules of how we're going to go further. So we'll be right back. This is Ken Boone. And you're listening to Much More to Say on the Descant Music and Media Network. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. 
That's much more than number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're back. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah, the books. Uh, we're going to spend the rest of this episode talking about a couple of the books that are in my library that I think I'll be using, you know, for at least this first batch of episodes. Um, and this one was, this one is pretty much um, about dreams. So I found some books, actually they were given to me as uh, Christmas gifts, birthday gifts along the way within the last three to five years. And um, I found them pretty cool. I glanced through them when I first got them, but now that I am uh, really have a need for them, you know, they're, they're, they're really timely. Now, the first one is a book called Wisdom Walks, 52 Life Principles for a Significant and Meaningful Journey. And this is by a pair of authors, Dan Britton and Jimmy Page. No, not that Jimmy Page. These guys have a um, an athletic background. Like they've played, they've coached, and they have this... Um, this Christian athletes ministry, the name escapes me right now, but uh, we'll, we'll come across these guys you know, quite often in the near future. So I'll be able to give you that information then. But um, when it came to dreaming, I opened the book, flipped through a couple of pages and I came across uh, their list of 10 principles of dreaming. So they're like this. Number one, dreams come from God. Number two, God-sized dreams stretch us. Number three, dreams ignite energy, passion, and drive. Number four, people often make fun of dreamers. Number five, there's always a season of preparation with dreams. Number six, dreams take time to be realized. Number seven, be an encourager of other people's dreams. Number eight, Dreams are for all ages. Number nine, don't miss the fulfillment of the dream when it comes true. And number 10, dreams should glorify God or your higher power, not us. Now, in subsequent episodes, I'm going to break down these 10 principles and I'll let you know how they apply to me, whether... I found them true, whether I disagree or whatever. But um, I'm going to look at these in a little more detail uh, going forward. But for this episode, let's just leave it at the list and, and call it a day because I want to get to another book that, uh, that was on my reading list of uh, self-helps that was, in this case, given as a gift from Angel. Thank you, Angel. Okay, this one was called Getting Old Ain't for Wimps, and this is by an author named Karen O'Connor. And this book was a, was a light read, and it was filled with inspiring stories, and in the author's word, they warm the heart and tickle the funny bone. In fact, the book actually begins with Miss O'Connor referring to a plaque she saw in the gift shop, and it goes like this. Don't complain about growing old. Few people get the privilege. 
Okay, friends, let me ask you these questions. What big dreams do you have? Why are these dreams so important to you? Now, what dreams have you given up on? If so, why? And what are you going to do to get your dreams or the fulfillment of your dreams back on track? Now, for most of my life, I was told that I was a dreamer. That wasn't a good thing, you know, in, from the viewpoint of the deliverer of the message. But I lived in a dream world, and for some reason, I couldn't get out of it. I mean, I functioned, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I, I lived in a dream world. always thought there was something out there that was better or something that was attainable. Now, my response to them should have been, what's the difference? You know, um, between being a dreamer, having aspirations, and living in a dream world, which always, to me, had a negative connotation. Now, I should have embraced my sense of wonder. You know, whether they did or not, that's not my problem. You know, what could be? But I didn't embrace it openly, and that cost me a lot. You know, it's okay to dream. Most of the most amazing accomplishments of individuals started with a dream. I mean, you remember that um, lottery commercial, all you need is a dollar and a dream. Dreaming is not a bad thing. Many of those dreams were met initially with skepticism, sometimes even contempt and scorn. But the dreamers became doers because they persisted and in many cases, ultimately prevailed. And in many cases, they didn't let age be a disqualifier. You're never too, too old, never. So how about you? It's never too late. Now, as for that class ring that I referenced in the beginning of the episode, now, did it get me a great job? Absolutely not. In fact, I never had another full-time gig after I graduated. Now, I just had a series of well-paying but long-term contracts and temp assignments. So the money wasn't the issue. But those gigs left me feeling detached from the rest of the workplace, not like I belonged. However, I still believed in that inscription. It's never too late. So when the time was right and I felt safe to dream, I sold that ring and bought some recording gear and never looked back. In fact, I'm using some of the same gear to make this episode that you're listening to right now. The dream is still alive. Our second quote for today comes from American author and motivational speaker, Les Brown. You are never too old to set a new goal or dream a new dream. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more than number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. 
We can also be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most podcast directories. Our email address is descantmmg at gmail.com. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media 